Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and today we are talking around standing out from the crowd. So yeah, your marketplaces can be super crowded, especially this time of year. How do you stand out? How do you make yourself different? How do you make yourself heard? Before we get started though, I'm going to do a super quick update for you on what is happening at Selling Out Today's HQ. So we are making revamps to the funnel so we can get our figures where we want them to be. Yeah, it's been uh, a bit of a... Um, oh, it's been a bit of a slog. It's been a bit of hard work, actually. Um, lots of revamping and lots of changes going on. Um, it's the funnel um, offering is still going to be based around the book, but it's a lot more around the bonuses, and there's a lot more focus gone into and um, getting those bonuses um, where we want them to be to help with that um, page conversion. Um, and then obviously attracting that ideal customer to start off with. So it's being specific over what we are offering to make sure that the people coming through, booking calls um, and coming on to the programs are people who are the right sort of people that I can have an impact with. It's It's gone way beyond just a book. Um, it's focusing on that, supporting that customer and their customer journey um, to get to know us, like us, trust us, um, so they are in a position to buy from us. Obviously, not everybody. The aim of the funnel isn't to get everybody converting. Um, it would be wonderful if you did, but that's just not how it works. Um, it's a funnel. It starts off with a high volume of people and ends up with a smaller volume. Um, and so that's what we're working to. Um, but we want those numbers to work, those numbers that feed in to work through um, and become paying clients and have those numbers working so that it makes it makes sense. Um, at the end of the day, um, Facebook ads, um, any sort of ads um, are um, expensive. And so you want to make sure that the numbers stack up um, and stack up for scaling um, so that you would then look to, yeah, we're getting them through, we're getting that trickle. So what we want to do now is, is we know if we put in X, we get out Y. Um, and when we in that position, um, we need certain elements like the landing page to be converting a certain figure. So that's what we're working towards. Um, we're not running ads, therefore, at the moment. So the book sales and, and leads and sales are, are sort of trickling in. Um, but this time of year, um, it is super expensive to run ads. So that's why we've done this change now, um, was so that we can make the most of the time where things are more expensive. And 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 to be honest, it's not a thing. It's not a Christmas thing. And um, there's no point in putting that money behind and um, that period of time if actually it makes no difference to you and actually doesn't. If anything, it provides. Um, it, it's it's more of a hindrance than a help to be onboarding people now um, because of that Christmas break and people's focus on Christmas. So, you know, it would be fine if you aren't there and you've got a product or service that works well for Christmas gifting. Um, then it makes sense to pay that increased um, price because you might not get as much margin, but you will get more sales. Um, when you are in a position where it's a product that wouldn't necessarily um, do better, in fact, it'll probably do worse over the Christmas period, then you are better off um, saving that resource. Um, and so that's what we've done. Uh, so Christmas and Black Friday obviously really do push up. Um, there's more people com competing for that positioning on people's profiles, and that's what it comes down to. Is is on the news feeds? Is is you know the ads um, are slots, and and people are bidding for those slots, so it obviously increases the price. I'm super excited um, that we have now finished the um, the planning events. Um, not because I didn't enjoy them; they were amazing, um, and the feedback has been fantastic on it. I've really really enjoyed it. Um, as far as um, you know, business focuses. Is concerned it's it was a nice thing to do um it worked well for our client base 
um, work well for my clients, uh, but it's not you know, it's not where your fundamentals are. And so um, it was a great experience and something we will look to repeat next year. Um, hopefully we won't be as busy and so we won't be juggling as many things. Um, so it won't matter as much when your time gets to sort of taken away um, for that. And for all the clients who haven't done their planning yet, um, I've also recorded um, sessions so that they can do that on their own. Um, not quite the same as in that group setting, which was what I was after. And we were super fortunate to get two face-to-face events in, um, but better than um, better than nothing. Yeah, I am, I've ended up with a net promoter score. Um, I got tens across the board, apart from one person who gave me a nine. Um, so my MPS across the board is something like nine point eight or nine point nine. So, um, but still really really chuffed with that. Um, so your MPS is your net promoter score, which is what I said, um, which is like how how likely are you to recommend to a friend? If you put products against each other, um, that are um, you know you you're sort of you think your general opinion on them is pretty similar. Um, but then you ask them, you know, how likely are you to recommend those products? That's when you can see the differentiation and actually your opinion of them. Would you recommend, would you subject your friend to that? Um, anything below an eight and it's not a great score at all. Obviously, you know, 9.9, 9 9.8, um, just under that 10 is, is a really good score. Um, 10 is the most you can get. Everyone attended now has a plan. And that was the point um, on the, on, I, you know, I'm really a massive fan of feedback forms. And so um, on the feedback form, I, I got people to, you know, state whether or not they had a clear plan. And um, because that was the aim of the day. Um, if I didn't, if they didn't have a clear plan, then I'd failed in that, um, that, that execution of that day and um, for that person and that would be then something that I'd want to pick up on um would that have been a bit painful to read yes um but um does it give you an opportunity to put things right absolutely whereas otherwise it doesn't so um always worth bearing in mind um as ever please do rate that the podcast if you enjoy it um please do please do rate it either on Apple or any other platform where you can provide a rating and that would be gratefully received. Um, it's normally the Apple ones um, that we drive people towards um, but if you do not have any other way and then, then please do um, rate and review for us and that really does help. And the only other thing to say as an update is that my pricing is changing and the way, the, the types of packages I'm offering um, aren't going to be scalable um, going forwards. So after the revamp of the funnel into the new year um, my product offering will be changing um, so that my um, the one-to-one program um, is less one-to-one you will still get feedback um, but it will be in more of a group setting with access to the training um, my one-to-one is just the time um, you've got that opportunity cost and, and I always encourage people um, when I'm working with them to look at the the time that you have available and then what you're doing with that time um, the more time you're spending with clients the um the, the, the less time you have to do other activities. Um, and so, you know, my role is becoming increasingly more towards the marketing side. And I do want to still have that client contact, um, but it will um, take a different format um, from before. So um, there is a price rise, um, which is the only way of doing it um to um to, to reflect that uh, that the value of that time together. Um, for the person who's doing my using my services um but also um to you know uh, as a um, um what helps the word but you know as got to compensate um for that time and that time investment and and how that time could be spent elsewhere so um i am super excited to still be continuing to do one to one um but it is going to be um for fewer people um come the the new year so if you are interested in working with me one to one um then now would be a really sensible time to get involved with that 
um, before I, I change things up again, um, which unfortunately has come sooner than I was anticipating, um, but will be necessary um, in order to keep things sustainable going forward. So let's get on with the main point of today's podcast, which is three activities to help you cut through the noise in your market and stand out. So you become the person that people go to um, as the solution in your market. And that's what you're aiming at. You're aiming to position yourself as much as possible as that go to person. And why not? If you know that what you do um, really does help that per- those people in, in your market, then why wouldn't you be um, be be super clear on it um, and be shouting it super loudly? Um, which brings me on to my my first action. So the first thing you can do to help you cut through that noise is to be microscopically super laser focused on your ideal customer. Okay, so laser focus as far as your messaging is concerned in that market. And talking, I was talking um, um, with a group of other um, business owners and entrepreneurs, and um, in that. In that, in that workshop, we were talking around the value of having your messaging right. And somebody likened it very cleverly, and I quite liked it, and said, so I'm going to steal that, um, to having a megaphone. Okay, so in a crowded place, somebody chirps up with a megaphone, um, it cuts through that noise. Yeah, it cuts through the sound, that hustle and bustle of that area, because and, and because it's louder. Okay, now the difference with when you're talking with super laser focus to your ideal customer isn't that it's louder, but it, it just resonates more. Okay. So put that that noise into resonating, okay, into relating to that person, into that person feeling like you truly get them. And that totally cuts through the noise. You've been at dinner parties where you've suddenly caught the sound of another conversation about a topic that's important to you. That's what it means to your ideal customer when you start talking in the language um, about the, the scenarios that they are currently dealing with and you can help with. So, you know, don't be afraid to um, get out that um, metaphorical megaphone um, and really focus in on who you want to work with. You can't work with everybody. And that's the thing, you know, I found within my business is you can't work with everybody. I can't get those results for everybody. And I had a sales call earlier um, last week and um, this person, I know I can't help them because their head is not in the right place and they are not focused. They won't plug their gaps in their um, their skill sets um they they aren't um willing to to take that time resource and invest it in themselves and until they're in a position to do that i'm I'm not the solution for them and yes i could take their money um but i would have a difficult relationship with them with me knowing what they need to do and them not being in a position um where they want to do it um and it's not going to end well and so you know you can't help everybody so focus in on the people you can help Okay, you don't have to be rude. You don't have to to make the the people which aren't um, feel alienated and awful. But you do um, want to be focusing in on on that particular um, specific person you want to work with and you can get results for. And that's the key thing is, is, you know, anybody who's got the money, you can take the money from. um, But not everybody you can provide that test you can get that testimonial from and you can provide that outcome for. So. That's your number one. Okay, get super focused on who you're talking to and make sure that your messaging is on point and speaking to that person and resonating with them. Okay, on on a consistent basis. So you're consistently putting out information um, and it's a consistent uh, message with that information. You're not all over the place. Okay, you choose it and then stick with it. 
Number two is establishing yourself as that thought leader, okay, an authority in your subject. How do you do that? People tell me to do this, but how do I do that? How you do that is by doing something that, you know, other people aren't necessarily doing, getting yourself out there, press. For example, you know, you can, um, and this fits in both categories, you can write a book. Um, I've wrote an international best-selling book, um, and that will bring me on to my third point in a little while, um, because it fits in that one too. But, um, you know, that provides you, not all my competitors, not everybody in my market has written a book, not everyone in my market has, has written a successful book. Um, and so, you know, then you have that social proof, which I'll come on to for point three. Um, but it enables you uh, to to position yourself. I know enough about this subject that I've written a book that people are wanting to purchase. Okay. Um, also, you've got areas where entrepreneurs and um, there's, there's so many more resources now, and it's so much more accessible to get PR. Um, and so, you know, you don't have to get a PR company. You can do it yourself. No one will be more passionate about your product or service than you are. So use that passion. OK, um, you know, speak to people directly. You've got um, groups on Facebook like Entrepreneur Lightbulb um, Lightbulb light bulb it's called um where you get entrepreneurs meet press um and it's for entrepreneurs um to deal directly with the press and talk around their businesses um and the press say you know that they want to write an article on this and who's got information on that and so it goes back and forth um which is really exciting you've also got um you know you can use topics which are hot topics at the moment. And um, people do this on Twitter a lot, um, where they, they jump on um, a topic and they give their own opinion on it. They, they provide their own opinion. And you're putting that out to the, you know, the, the wider world and um, you're putting it to your audience. So your audience is seeing what your opinion on is it. You're providing that leadership on this subject, on this subject area. And um, you're putting yourself out there um, and you're prepared to stand by what you're saying. Um, you're also, um, you know, then positioning yourself where people may contact you for further comment on that. And um, if you have a different take, but don't go controversial for the sake of being controversial. OK, you need to genuinely hand on heart believe what you are saying um so be consistent be true to yourself with that one and don't get carried away um which is easily done um but enable your beliefs and your um opinions to to lead the way for others um, and share them don't be don't be afraid to share them it shows confidence it shows that you know your subject area number three um is establish social proof do things that other people aren't doing do things that competitors aren't doing, like I said about my book, okay, um, in point two, I'm talking around the fact that you want to be visible, you want to be sharing your opinion, in this one, it's the social proof of it, you know, um, I have, um, you're demonstrating your ability um, and your influence and the impact you're having, you're demonstrating that loads of people um, think you're great, um, and that helps people to feel more confident in making the decision that actually they want to work with you too because they, they're hoping that you'll be great um, for them and get them the results. So it can be as simple as testimonials. You know, here's testimonials from people. The opportunity um, to provide case studies. You've worked with people and therefore you've got case studies um, about working with those people and the impact you've had. Um, it's it's that proof that you, you know, you, you will... Um, deliver on what you're saying and you are as good as, as what you say or you are as good as what other people say or basically you are the solution to that person's problem you know I am a international best-selling author that means lots of people have bought my book um I've got I don't know about 40 um 
reviews on Amazon, which are just it's just under five stars, and um, that I've got from there. That's social proof again of the book. Um, I'm a practitioner guest lecturer at Aston University, which is a university I used to go to. It's one of the best business schools in the country, and I lecture on their sales training module. Um, and so you know that gives you an indication as to um that the. the you know, the university rates me, loads of people who read my book rate me, um, I've got my own podcast, um, I'm a speaker, um, you know, people get me on their stage to speak, um, I uh, have a podcast, and I have, um, I've had over 9,000 downloads so far, um, you know, that means that you've had 9,000 separate listens to different episodes, you know, they're not all my mum, um, actually she hasn't even listened to my podcast, once how rude um and, you know, and then i've got testimonials and case studies so i've got that real bank of evidence that actually backs up what i'm saying which is you know if you want to work with me and you're willing to take action um on the plans that we make and um, then you will um not only make your money back on the investment you make with me but you will make more money that helps strengthen that up and what more could i do i you can always do more um however there is a real strong case there of evidence to support that that investment is worthwhile doing and therefore people feel more confident coming on board, investing in me and getting that outcome. Please remember to put it into action, okay? It's seeking out those opportunities to position yourself as thought leader. It's um, so having an opinion, giving that opinion, sharing that opinion. It's around providing social proof and it's around with a proper laser focus focusing in on your ideal customer and making the most of that relationship and um, being really really clear on how you can help that person um, to cut through that noise in your industry um, if you like would like more help if you think yeah actually um, now would be a good time to find out how I can work with Sarah then please do email me at help at sellingwithoutsleaves.com and one of the team will get back to you um, next week we are talking minimum viable dose okay so um, as far as your social and your organic is concerned in time for that holiday season where you know you might want to take some time off but don't want to come back um, and have to sort of restart the momentum behind your business so i hope that's helped guys um thoroughly enjoyed um speaking as ever on my favorite topics um and i will speak to you all again soon bye for now happy selling thanks for listening to the selling without sleeves podcast if you enjoyed this episode please head over to itunes or stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review it's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it